This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 448 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. This tip is sponsored by thehorsedepotonline.com. And for all of your custom needs, visit thehorsedepotonline.com. Howdy, everybody. Glenn DeGeek back with you from Lexington, Kentucky, and you're listening to Horse Tip Daily. Well, today we are back with Heather Blitz, who helps out over on the Dressage Radio Show. She's a professional dressage rider, and you, many of you have heard her. She's uh, very popular here on Horse Tip Daily. Well, today she offers a new look at an age-old debate, and I think you're going to find it interesting, and I'm sure you have your own opinions as well. And we're going to be back with Heather's tip from episode 103 of the Dressage Radio Show right after I talk to you about dressing for success. You know that you dress for success, shouldn't your horse? The Horse Depot Online will help you with the most custom and innovative products for both horse and rider. And they have a discount for listeners of the Horse Radio Network I want to tell you about in just a second. The Horse Depot has two new coolers and sheets that are perfect to use in the summer and then double as a liner in the winter. The bamboo cooler and the liquid titanium sheet. Today I want to tell you about the bamboo cooler. Yes, you heard me right bamboo. They are lightweight coolers made out of eco-friendly bamboo fabric. The bamboo fabric offers UVA and UVB protection, is fast wicking and moisture absorbing, which helps keep the chill off. It also offers antibacterial and antifungal properties, which makes it perfect for horses prone to summer skin problems. That makes the perfect cooler for a training facility where the cooler might be used on different horses throughout the day. And right now, they are offering listeners of the Horse Radio Network a $10 off promo code that you can use at checkout. Just type in Horse Tip Daily, all one word, Horse Tip Daily, all one word at checkout in the coupon code section, and you will receive $10 off your next order exclusively for listeners of the Horse Radio Network. To see these and all their other terrific products, visit thehorsedepotonline.com. That's the Horse depotonline.com and next week I'm going to tell you about the liquid titanium sheet which just sounds cool okay here's Heather Blitz uh, co-hosting with Chris uh, the dressage radio show episode number 103 where she puts a a new spin on an age old debate and I think you're going to find this interesting any of you that have used a curb chain before Right, um, and I thought this was a good one uh, for those of you who are riding with a double bridle, so um, or if you're going to be in the future. Um, seems like at almost every clinic I go to, and a lot of times people come in for lessons and they have the double bridles on, and um, a lot of times I end up adjusting the curb chain in a way that actually makes them tighter than what most people have them on the horse. And the reason I think that it is valuable or that that's better is a looser curb chain means that when you come to use the curb rein, which if you're not using it, then, you know, of course you are at some points in the ride because that's why you have it on the horse. So when you need it, it's there, and then you release the pressure once it's made its effect. If you have to use the curb chain or the curb rein and the chain is really long, then you have to pull the bit at an angle pretty far back in the horse's mouth until the curb chain makes contact with the horse's chin. And at that point, when the curb, when the curb bit has gotten pulled to um, a greater angle, 
then, you know, there's a distance from the mouthpiece um, up on the bit to where it attaches to the cheek piece of the bridle. So because that is going to be pulled forward and the, ba- the bottom of the, or the bottom of the shank of the curb bit, of course, gets pulled backward toward the rider's hand, the top of the bit pulls forward and then it puts actually more pressure on the horse's pole when the top of the bit gets pulled forward. So the angle of the bit, and then of course there's the, there's the angle of the mouthpiece and where the port is and depending on the shape of the port that you use, um, they're, they're not really designed to be pulled very far back. So I feel like the riders who think that they're being nicer to their horses or more kind by having the curb bit or the curb chain looser, I feel like it's actually more pressure on the horse than, and it's, and it's less good for them than having the bit, uh, the curb chain tighter. So if the curb chain is adjusted tighter, of course, then if you don't want to make pressure on the, on the chain, then you just lessen the curb rein in your hand and you keep a light contact on that curb rein. But then if you need to use it and the curb chain is is um, snug, you know, probably just to get one finger between the curb chain and the chin is where I usually put it. Um, but I don't like the three-finger rule because I think then you have to pull harder uh, or a bit further back before it makes its effect. And then already in the horse's, it's changing the horse's mouth. Um, they end up being heavier and more likely to kind of lean and pull on curb reins, the horses do, when the chains are looser. So I think it's actually more fair, nicer, and less pressure on the horse's mouth and pole to have the curb chain where you can just put, like, one finger in between, and then the bit stays at the right angle on the horse's mouth, and they usually respond way quicker to the curb rein, and then the release on the curb rein is also way, way quicker. So I just think it's a way better situation, and it's it's fairer, nicer, allows a quicker release, a more responsive horse, and a much more effective curb rein, and the message gets across quicker, and everything is um, is better. And I just feel like horses are, yeah, more responsive, lighter, and they're ending up leaning way less, and they stay in a better balance. So that was kind of just a quick tip for this week, but I think it's a really good one, and a lot of people, I think, are making that mistake. So there's the look at the age-old debate. So I don't know. I know that every trainer probably has a different feeling about it. I know what we used to do with our pony when we drove my pony. Uh, used a curb chain. So we left it a little bit looser only because she liked to pull the cart with the reins, and we would have been putting pressure on all the time. And as soon as you touch that curb, she would halt back. So I don't know. It's uh, it's for you to decide, and that's why we provide all these different tips is for you to take a listen and decide where you fit in. Maybe you want to give some a try. Maybe you don't. Maybe you agree with some of them. Maybe you don't. But uh, we're up to 440-some tips, 448 tips. So we're sure that you don't agree with every single one. But I hope that you have learned something along the way. Thank you to Heather for your continued support of the Dressage Radio Show. This was taken from episode number 103. If you'd like to listen to the rest of that episode, go to dressageradio.com. Well, we'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, stay safe everyone and thanks to the horse depot for those custom products visit the horse depot online.com horse radio network and the horse radio network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on horse tip daily 